Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at ConairGirlBomb.com or a retailer near you. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment, no maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, ladies? It's time for Woman on Top with Delion Tequila. So we are going to give a toast today to my angel, Cody. Now, she has a new documentary out. It's called The Third Strike. And it follows her. She works with her all-women team of attorneys. And they're working to free men who have and women who have been incarcerated because of the third strike rule. So basically, these are nonviolent drug offenders who have been sentenced to life in prison. So far, she's gotten over 40 people out. And she's won freedom for 17 federal prisoners who have been unfairly sentenced to life without parole for drugs. That was all during the 90 Days of Freedom campaign. You know that because actually Kim Kardashian got behind that. She was using her own money, right? Because it does cost money to actually get these things done as an attorney. And she was trying to get this funded. Nobody was really coming on board to help. And then Kim Kardashian stepped in. So I know people will say Kim Kardashian to credit, blah, blah, blah. But really what she did was bring more attention to the work that my angel Cody was doing. So I just want to give a toast to her and make sure that everybody uh, checks out the Third Strike documentary as she works with the Decarceration Collective. That's her organization to make sure that these people who are serving life sentences without parole for nonviolent drug offenses are being treated uh, and getting out because it's important. You know, they haven't done anything wrong. It's a third strike. It could be just some marijuana and now you got to go to jail for life. Meanwhile, people who've done way worse things are getting out before you, which is ridiculous. And, you know, when you watch the documentary, it also shows how that tears people's families apart once they are released or what they go through while they have a loved one that's in prison that's not there to hold it down in the household. Our families suffer because of that. So we want to give a toast to you, my angel, for all the amazing work that you have been doing. Cheers. 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 What's up? What's up? It's Lip Service. I'm Angela Yee. I'm Gigi Maguire. I'm L'Oreal. And I'm Little Mo. Hey! hey. hey. Little Mo is definitely like one of the members of Lip Service already. Right. So, And it's so nice to see you. Good seeing you too. I know it's been a, it's been some time, ladies, but everybody looks amazing. Y'all look good. Oh, wow, you look good. Where too, is everybody? I'm wow. in Brooklyn. I'm in Philly. I'm okay. in Atlanta. I'm in Baltimore. Yeah. You know the hey, DMV was good. That damn modern technology. So, little Mo, how is everything going with you? I know, you know, last time we talked to you on the Breakfast Club, you talked about a lot of different things that was going on, and then we heard your song, you know, Heartbroken. So let's get into it. I released my single Broken Heart on my daughter's birthday, February 24th of 2021. And I did it at a time. It was just like, you know, 
the pandemic was going on. Everybody was on house arrest. Everybody was on punishment. Everybody. <laughs> if somebody could say, oh, I went through the pandemic and I ain't go through nothing, then I want to know what you had and are you bottling it up and selling it? Because everybody that I know, that I personally know emotionally and mentally had to like, like, yo, you didn't know what was going on. For me, from my standpoint was we were literally on tour. I had three tours set up. It was like set it off, fem it for it, and then I was doing a little mo show, just doing shows and stuff. And it was like literally booked for the year. So when we got the call, they were saying, yo, you got to get back you know, to the East Coast. I was in L.A. We were shooting me and the Femme Forward girls with Heather Lowry and A. Marie. It was it was like a lot of us. We were literally shooting the cover for the Femme Forward vibe. And I've been going to LAX for over 20 years to go to that airport and nobody be there. Yeah. Like, I, was, Crazy. I thought the world was coming to an end. And I, I'm going to tell you, I was scared. You know that movie? What was that movie where they shot in LA where the world came to an end? And I was like, oh my God. Yeah, I, LA. My luck is so bad. <laughs> I'm going to be the one to just tell my kids I love them. But, <laughs> but it when I flew from L.A., still had to fly to New Orleans because they was like, well, we going to still do the play. Set it off live. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, well, they talking about the world's coming to an end. Everybody need to get around their loved ones. Everybody wear masks, spray. I didn't know what was going on. So it, it was like, we're going to halt for two weeks. Two weeks turned to two months. Two months turned to six months. Six months turned to a year. So in between there. I still had to be little Mo because it, for everything was virtual. Then I became a virtual school teacher with Ever. my kids. Yes. That was the hardest part of it all. I was you got a lot of kids, though. I know. Yeah. That was a lot of work. It was like, because my older my older daughters, I have one that's 18 in college and one that's 16 that's in all honors. So I literally don't have to worry about them. But my 12-year-old son, my 8-year-old son, and my 5-year-old that started kindergarten, when I say... I look at celebrities on social media. I'm like, how come they kids are so good and mine's be on demon time? I didn't <laughs> <laughs> Not demon. We was literally in therapy at the beginning of the pandemic, as well as still continuously, you know, um, you know, you just have your meetings and follow-ups because I was like, we close and we family, but we ain't never been this compact and can't go nowhere. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And you know what's crazy about all of that, right? Because you talked about your kids, you talked about work, but what about you personally? Because obviously, I know, like, Little Mo, you always have seemed so strong to me, like, outwardly, just everything that you've done in your life and that super woman and all that, you know? No, seriously, but like, we don't really hear you too much just talking about like your vulnerabilities. And like we said, you know, you did have a broken heart. So, what was that like? during that time because the pandemic did also give us a lot of time to just think yeah the pandemic and my broken heart honestly i use this time to heal and this was the best thing that i could say happened to me in my 20 years plus being little mom because since i was 15 i've always been on tour my uncle is john p key so i taught on the gospel circuit while i was in high school i used to braid hair during the week and go on tour during the weekend then after that, I went to New York and I toured with Guru and Primo and his team when they did Jasmine Tans. So I was 17, 18, 19 on tour. Then after that, I went on tour with Missy Ellie. Then after that, I was on tour with everybody else. So I <laughs> literally sat my ass down for 20-something years. Mm-hmm. So having to sit down for a year, you I'll have a baby and be out before the six weeks. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, we've seen it. We've I'll seen it. We know. Be on tour with the baby. <laughs> got her shot, so don't let nobody proud her. Singing at but, weddings and all kinds right. of stuff. <laughs> and I never had a chance to sit my ass down. But when it got to the point where I had to sit down, I got to know myself more, what I like. I'm glad that I'm single. I'm glad that I'm no longer addicted to opioids. Like this was a blessing. I'm getting my glow back. So that healing process, like I needed to take the Band-Aid off so the wounds Mm -hmm. and the scars and everything Mm -hmm. can actually heal. Because it's one thing to come out of something, but then, you know, you're just like, okay, I'm not doing this no more. It always has to be something to replace what you've taken away. So if you take away something negative, it has to be replaced with the positive. So honestly, I'm like still healing because there's still triggers. I'll be like, nah, yo, I'm still with the shits. Right. But at the end of the day, I know how to conduct myself and I know how to carry myself more. And now I know what my hand calls for. So I expect more 
because I don't accept everything anymore. Right. There you go. Ma, yeah. Ma, what was the final straw What really took you to leave? Because I remember watching Celebrity Rehab. I mean, Celebrity... Um, Damn it. Marriage with, Boot Camp. Marriage mm-hmm. Boot Camp. It's all Sorry. The, it's all yeah, it's all too. the same people. <laughs> so, in Marriage Boot Camp. And I listen, I watched it religiously. And I didn't even watch the show before that. And I watched it because of you mainly. And there were certain things that happened on there, right, Mo? That like when we saw it, we were like, Mo, run. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you stood. And even after you even got shown certain things, you mm-hmm. still stood. So what was the the final thing that you just was like, listen, I can't take this no more. I'm leaving. And how did you stay so strong to stay away from this situation? Well, I've been knew I was leaving. But when you film in that house, ain't no way you could run to. <laughs> you literally in the middle of nowhere. Your phone don't right. even work out there. You literally have to stand in that kitchen by the door where the Wi-Fi is because it's offices back there. And it's cameras everywhere. So I had nowhere to go. But honestly, that was a, a great part of my life that showed me, like, I had to say to myself, bitch, do you know who you are? Mm. Like, stop acting like you got to pick up trash off the street and take it home and clean it off and act like it's a treasure. You feel me? Diamond's mm. the only thing that come out the rock. <laughs> you ain't got to go through that shit, bitch. Like, I had to really have a heart to heart with myself. And when I look back at some of the footage, I was like, oh, no, I know I was hot. I know <laughs> I was off a perk. I know right. I'm smoking Halloween because the me now, the clean, the sober, the the litty me, nah, it's not happening. I, I know the alcohol, everything played a factor in me just being so nonchalant. Like, oh, okay, right. Like, I basically, honestly, when I look at it, I got my check, but I didn't have my respect until I stood on like, okay, with the show because. After that, we we did the Breakfast Club interview. Everybody's like, "Oh, I thought everything was good." I was like, "No, right. that nigga was fighting in the car before we got there." But right. I had to. The show had an air, so I had to put on a front. But I was like, "I'm tired of fronting." Like I feel like he was so bold, and what I'm talking about specifically was when he was on the phone talking to another woman and tried to say it was like his cousin or something like that. But Yo. he was bold because he knew that the cameras was right there. What do you think? Like, did, did y'all ever talk about that? That made him think that, what, they wasn't filming at that particular time? Or? I think that because you're in there and when you, can, it's almost like a pandemic. You can't go anywhere. Right. So you forget that, oh, shoot, you think that because y'all rap production for the day, you be forgetting that them cameras is everywhere. You think that, oh, they don't have it on us because it was so much going on in the house. You honestly forget Right. But at the end of the day, you got to know the blind spots because everybody was up to some shit. But right. dummies get caught. Period. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and he got caught, caught. caught. Like, I'm gonna get to my like, whole nigga over here. But, but he was crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm just like, you don't know you're supposed to go on the balcony. Ain't no cameras <laughs> out there. Not the bathroom. But your phone don't. Not the balcony. You gotta know how to. <laughs> you know what I mean? But at the same time, it was like I knew what was going on. I didn't know how it was gonna play out or pan out. But when they presented me with the information. Because the way they were so, I would say, sensitive to, they knew what I was dealing with. Their doctors would pull me to the side. And Dr. Ish literally told me, said, soon as you realize who you are, you're going to change the world. And it's going to start with you. And I was like, okay, what do you mean by that? They were trying to say, Mo, like, oh, my God, we can't tell you to leave the situation. But we can encourage you to love yourself more. So I honestly was thinking I was loving myself because I was like, well, I get my hair done. I keep these nails did. I keep these brows waxed. I keep this coochie, you know what I'm saying, together. (laughs) You know, I was all litty. But at the end of the day, it was just like inside a broken heart. And you're trying to smile through it. And you have kids. And you still have to please the world. But you don't even like yourself or the image that's being put out there. It has to be a everybody has a breaking point where you like enough is enough. And I'm right. glad that I had my enough is enough moment before y'all be like, damn, like Mo was li- like before I lost myself. Before I went too far. And that's so true because no one can make you leave when you're not ready no to leave. Can. Anybody could tell you leave him. And we've all done that with our girlfriends where we're like, mm-hmm. why is she still with him? She need mm-hmm. to leave him. But until a person is ready to leave, it don't matter what you say. And yeah. even even in work relationships, like I'm watching a lot of things play out, right? 
on yeah. social media with people in work situations where it might be, you know, harassment. It could be abusive yeah. situations. And it's really hard when you don't have support and you feel like you're by yourself. If you try to do something, this person has so much power that nothing's going to happen. And you can speak out and say whatever, but nobody is going to be there to be like, you know what, she's right. And then you do speak out and you get attacked and people act like something's wrong with you. And so I just feel like, and I, I remember you said it was just a breaking point where he's actually spit on you. Yeah. The day we got back from the West Coast, August 26th or 27th, 2018, because the show came out in 2019. Like we were like, as soon as we get back, because the kids haven't seen us for like 30 days, my daughters had came down, my niece had came down and my niece is my twin. So I was so excited for her to be there. It was like, as soon as we land, we having a family day. Everybody was hyped up. Me and the kids, we still went out, but that person ain't show up. And so I'm just like, yo, what the hell going on? Like this, this weird, like, bro, we all have to detox because they give you a couple of days before you fly back home mm -hmm. to like kind of. Mm -hmm. get back to yourself because it's honestly it's so intense you're just like yo i i really need to breathe so when the family day was just with me and the kids i was like nah that's unacceptable and i was like i still have the audio because i had to play that in um the municipal court in philadelphia because when i got my order protection and i had to do it in maryland like the caseworker was like turn it off like she oh, could, it's, it's that wow. bad. Like for, for somebody to like, not even like talking and spit flying. You be like, oh my god! But like a <laughs> one of those, like a hawk spit. Yeah, I'm so sorry you had to go through that. And I'm I'm glad that you're on the other end of this now, right? And you, right. And that you made it through. And let me ask you this: when it comes to filing a restraining order, because I know sometimes we are so reluctant to actually like go and do things like that because we don't want to involve the system, right? Well, so it needs to be embarrassed. You know, because right. life changed for everyone. With me, I could push through. I done been divorced. Through, this is my third final. I, I'm done with all that. I done pushed through. But I always like, damn, like, what effect does it have on my kids? I see all of these shows that come out. And I'm just like, oh, Lord, I hope I'm not damaging my children by bringing. I'm thinking I'm bringing structure, but I'm bringing bullshit around. So I was like, nah, we cut all of that out. Because I'm glad I did it when I did. Because wherever you're around you will become mm -hmm. right. my kids used to act a certain way very smart very great kids but they were just like so i don't know it was just like i don't know if it's the north philly grit i don't know what it was but my son was getting it a lot of fights at school and i'm like yo that's we're, no that's not how that's right. not how we are and he goes to a great school he went to a great school you didn't work like, hard for that like yeah, that's like, not what nah, we ain't going out like that they're gonna automatically label you as a problem child and that's not that's not how i'm raising you so i'm glad i pulled my children out of that and some of the things that i found out after the fact all i gotta say is to god be the glory that we made it out alive yeah. thank god did he ever try to apologize i mean like after all well, this like, be like, no, around, okay. I, once i got my protection from abuse that's what it's called in pennsylvania he's not allowed to contact me once my divorce was finalized he's not allowed to call me contact i don't want no apology that's between him and god at this point when you break a vow that's between you and god you ain't got to say sorry to me a lot of people will try to you know smooth it over i don't have if y'all know the trauma and the stuff that i went through i don't even want an apology i don't want anything like when i say I purged that whole situation. I don't remember what he looks like. I don't remember anything from that situation. No, that's right. I totally let that shit go. If that man died today, it's not like I'd be, oh, yes, doing the cabbage patch. I would be like, I hope that his affairs are right. accepted and the law takes him in and, you know, accept whatever the case may be. Because I used to think that I was saving a lot of females because the people used to be contacting me all the time. And I'm like, damn, bitch, call me. Is this a booking or did you just try? <laughs> Not a booking. Hello, we get yeah. emails and all types of stuff. And I'm just like, y'all bitches is weird because I'm trying to save y'all from what. Baby, when I say lepers don't change their spots. If he was beating my ass, he was beating yours too, sis. And that's uh, not that's what you get, but that's what you get for thinking that you were so uh right. This what I got. I, that I, it wouldn't I happen to them. Most man, good. Thank you. Wow. Right. Thank yeah, exactly. you. I don't want them. <laughs> what What about those rumors? Like with the because it was like other men that there was rumors around that. Was that ever panned out to be true? Because I know you said you found a lot of stuff out after. 
Yeah. <laughs> all I got to say is, I'm so, this is what I'm going to say, because I really don't speak on that. All I'm going to say mm-hmm. is, I have a clean bill of health, and the level up and the glow is lit. Okay. Thank God I let that go, because trust me. Mm. It could have been a different outcome. You'd be like, man, I didn't even know this person. No, not putting up your blouse. <laughs> you don't know who you laying by at that night. Part. Or you know, but I was fighting my own demons and fighting everybody else's. I really, not saying I didn't care, but it was like, it didn't resonate to me how much it was honestly deteriorating me and bringing my stock down. Right. You ain't fucking up my bag. <laughs> no, no. Now let's let's move on to some fun things. Yeah. Yes, Lomo, since you know, we got and obviously, you know, we want to make sure that you're good. And I know that was part of the conversation because I know that helps a lot of women, right? Yeah, a lot of women have been going through a lot. So I appreciate you being really open to discuss it and talk about it. Cause I know people look to you and they're like, Okay, she went through it. Maybe I need to get my affairs in order too. Ever since like before pre pandemic, even up until now. People have been going back and watching the old interviews that I did with y'all. And they were like, I, at first, I'm not going to say I was ashamed or embarrassed. I would say that I was slightly afraid to put it out there because I was like, I was receiving so many, so much backlash for stuff. I was like, damn, I didn't even mean it like that. Like, right. I was getting a lot of backlash for stuff. And I'm like, my heart is pure. I never intend to offend. Now, I know that I'm not for everybody. But so many people that was like, I had unfollowed you because I didn't like the way you was taking. And I saw and da have come back because they were like, I did not know that that's what you were going through. And now I see. So the doors that is opened mm-hmm. for me to discuss my healing process and the brokenness that I'm letting go of, because I can't fix. Once your heart is broke, it's just like, uh, you just know what you'll never deal with again. That's right. So mm-hmm. I literally had to get down to the broken down part where I couldn't call nobody. I was out of favor. Like, I need you to come get me. Da-da-da-da-da. Like, I was out of that because it was just like, this. all you're going to do is go back. I had to get to the brokenness, place of brokenness where I had to ask God, okay, what's going on here? Because mm-hmm. it's obvious I can't do this by myself. Get me out of here. And I promise to you God. I, oh my God. Y'all have no idea, man. Oh. It's not real. I want to give you a hug. I want to give right now. I wish we could. A yeah. group hug. Well, we love you. We love you so much. I, I've been there. Like, I just want to say I've been there. So I, I know how you feeling. You know what I mean? I, I've definitely been at a place like that. And then it's also, you don't want to talk to anybody about yeah. certain things because you do feel ashamed. You do feel embarrassed about and and I think it's because you know you're so great deep down inside, and to to let somebody that's not great come. And I and, have daughters, and I'm like, if yeah. my, if somebody did like, I would be calling the lawyer, be right. like, get me out because I'm going in. Isn't it crazy what we deal with, but don't want others to go through? It's it's just it's crazy, and that's why, like like I said, even seeing you, I'm like, this yep. not mode the mode that I know would have damn near knocked him upside the head. So that's really? why. I had to ask you because, and, you know. Yeah, look at all of us on here. We yeah. all, because we all know each other. Like, we all know the stuff that we've been through when it Listen. comes to men. They were like, man. Ooh, I got to take a drink on that. Shout out to Leon. Who was that? <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> and it's going to be right here today. <laughs> and I feel like, wait, hold on. Did it? I'm sorry. Mo, didn't you tell us when you came on lip service last time? I feel like you said something about, because you've been married before. Three mm-hmm. times. And three you times, said three all total. Three strikes, I'm out. But I'm wasn't it, didn't it all last the same amount of time or some, yeah, something shall, you told us? But this one I did at five years because I didn't want it to be six, six, six. I How do guys be trying to holler at you now? Because I know some of them DMs be, be lit oh, for you. So how does it happen? Honestly, I'm focused. When I say I'm focused on my glow, I don't even, I don't even want to be in a relationship right I now. I see because it. I'm not, I'm not, you know, some people are irreparably damaged. I'm not damaged and I'm not broken. I'm not bitter. I'm past that stage. Like I'm still at a place. I'm like, no, I want to really get what's due to me mm-hmm. because since I came out as little Mo, I was always attached to yeah. some nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like it's time for me to shine. 
by myself. Alone. I don't want to be attached to like I don't want that. I don't want that for me right now. So I want an album be, about this. That's what we want. A whole yeah, album. And it's coming. Sabotage. That's that's my new yes. album. So broken yes. the, new, <laughs> the new single that I love it. Shining Star. I'm just waiting for this one feature to send their vocals and they just had a song drop on Friday. I'm not gonna say who it is. So mm. I'm just waiting for them to send. J. Cole? I can't tell you. <laughs> Nicki Minaj. <laughs> I can't tell you. It's either Nicki, J. Cole, or Migos, because they all dropped Friday. There's a couple of people that dropped Friday. Oh, wait, we're missing somebody. <laughs> well, just, I already have one feature on it. Okay. So it's called Shining Star, and it's like, but we're going to do like different, not part, like how I did Superwoman, part one, part two, part three. Well, part one, part two. This is going to be part one and part two. So it'll be Shining Star Part 1 and then it'll be Shining Star Part 2 because I just think if all three of us was on this record, no, it might be lit. So we'll see. I'm just waiting for the, But I'll tell you, Part 1 is Fat Man Scoop on it. Oh, okay. fire. Shout so out to him. I love it. So it's going to be upbeat. Okay. Yeah, I love that. This right here is, is a ladies anthem. It's Superwoman and Forever on steroids. It's like a blend of the two. I'm not playing with this go. You know, so are, you are, you, are you celibate right now? Yeah. Are you? How long? What's this? Twenty? All of twenty twenty. <laughs> she said, "What? Twenty twenty one? Like literally?" So one more two years. Mm. It's like I'm crying. <laughs> nah, I knew you were. <laughs> 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 That's a long, long time. Like partially celibate because it's like I don't know. What's partial? So, so what you mean? always like you stay with you a man like you said, but you know what's dope about you in a good way though. Like mostly you always see like guys. Putting on, like in the industry, putting on women. So it's like, yeah. we know Karuchi because of Chris Brown or whatever yeah. the case. But in your case, it's like, you put the guys on. And that's rare because we've seen yeah. a lot of artists date a lot of guys that we didn't know and we didn't give a fuck with that. Yeah, people hate, guys hate that. They hate being like, oh, that's Lil Mosman. Yeah, that's Lil Mosman. <laughs> and that's what we call them, too. Yeah, and that's the that's, that's identity crisis that a lot of these men will suffer with for the rest of their life because they, they'll never have an identity outside of being Little Mo's ex. Little Mo's ex. And that's yes. sad. Like, because I always try to push them to a position where, like, get your mm -hmm. own identity. But it's like, I, I get it. But at the end of the day, one thing I have learned, too, is whoever you loving, humping, or doing anything with, do not post it on social media. Because soon as you do, yeah. but this is Shirley. Everybody got stuff to say. <laughs> you, Shirley, you are absolutely right. Coming to you like, as a so woman and a man. Even if you post, I see, like, it's so devious and so strategic. Now, I saw somebody post a hand and somebody zoom, and they can find, they can find they zoom in and you can see the reflection. <laughs> what, what the Mulatto posted a picture. When I was like, wait, what? That's hilarious. They zoom into I the glasses. The like, what's that? Right. I'm looking at your reflection right now. Oh, they be looking at the, they be looking at the background. It'd be like one little thing they in the like, background. It'd be like, the same slipper. Put two or two together. That's trifling. <laughs> but I peeked too. I was like zooming and I was like, oh, that might, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just like, people are really, so yeah, you won't see, you ain't gonna see me out. Well, I've really been falling back and just getting in tune and in touch with myself. Like I realized, I was like, yeah, I really love myself. Speaking of, speaking of loving and touching yourself, right? Whoa. <laughs> So now that you are single, and this is probably the longest you've ever been single, how frequently yes, would, would you say this? How frequently do you masturbate? Um, honestly, not a lot. Mm -hmm. Because I'm to the point I done had enough sex and kids. <laughs> like I'm I'm still fertile. Mm -hmm. So then when it comes to me, I know I'm a Scorpio, so I'm a sexual. Uh -huh. You so know that's when I right. Start that. It's like Once it's you get up started, and it's like mm, yeah, it's, it's lit. Cool. So I don't it's even nice. honestly for this year probably once. That's it. Yeah, it's not even. Yeah. I'm not even on that tight time because I I know one thing I know about myself is once I get in that zone, I'm in my bag and I'm like no, I don't need any distractions. Mm -hmm. And one thing I know with me or distraction. Distraction. I don't <laughs> <either>. <laughs> no distractions. No distractions. <laughs> that one time was that in the bathtub? Are you like using toys? Are you watching porn? No. I don't use no toys because I just be like, what if I'm a person 
that I feel that my luck is so bad that <laughs> I get pregnant from the toy and I'll be like got rigor mortis or something. Because like, <laughs> I've heard of stories where people stuffed and done tightened up and they had to go get it surgically removed. So I'm a person that I'll be on like I just now go start going back outside. So and I don't even do it in the house because I'm like one of my kids be them busting in and they know. Uh, yeah, yeah. So right. I wait till I'm like yeah. on the road and mm-hmm. had a couple of what did I have? Casamigos. Delion. Yeah, I need some Delion too. Oh, we got you, girl. I'll send you some. That particular day, that's what I had. I had one shot because I had to drink the whole panty. The whole pandemonium. I didn't have it. I, I let it. She called it the panty. And I'm, I'm like, that sounds sexual. I had to <laughs> some of this. And I just put on, um, what's the name of this? I put on one of them sites and I was like, oh shit. Pornhub. No, you know what I always. <laughs> You know what you, like me you, you know what kind of porn I hate that'll make me be like, okay, this just ruined everything. What? This might sound bad. I hate when like in porn, fucking people are women are lactating. You ever see oh, that? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. coming out their nipples? I never seen that. Uh, that no, because uh, now they have it itemized where you can type in certain things, or they'll say, "Oh, this is what's like." They'll show, you. and I'm like, people have fetishes. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, wow. But what is Angela watching that she sees? No, because you'll be like, you know, they have, have like a homepage of the most popular videos. So you'll yeah. be like, what's this? And you put it on and then milk squirt. And you're like, okay, well, that's just it. But wait, yeah, that's not the squirt we want to see, Ange. Yeah, I'm curious <laughs> to know, Mo, where are you going? Because you said Pornhub is no for you. Yeah, so well, put me X- on. X and X. Yeah, that. But it's these, it's the specific couple that they just lit. What's they the call team, they're called I'm like, Team Steve, something like that. Like the girl, like the way that they role play and they black. And I usually, one of those, I usually don't watch black porn because I'm just like, black people, we so sexual. Like, I'm like, oh, they I'm not going to lie, fucking. I don't really. Like, I'm like, they really having sex. Like, nobody <laughs> really <having> sex. <laughs> And let me see what it's giving. Or like, mm-hmm. But Team Steve, like, he'll be, it, it just be like, we just watching a movie and she gave me some bomb ass sloppy. If you don't come in 30 seconds, then you ain't real. So I was like, I love that. You think you gotta learn some new tricks? Are you learning new tricks? Chad, the way the world is going, <laughs> old school <laughs> humping is not the way. No, <laughs> you gotta do some other shit. Outside for real, and you got you a new boo, and you been getting it back in, child. You gonna I'm, have a whole new. I'm about to start taking yoga and taking swimming classes because yeah, I think I, I haven't been flexible, so I haven't been doing anything the whole pandemic. Just you know, just watching my way. That started this cleanse because like everything is opening back up, so I got a, a gang of shows coming up. But I was like, wait, I be seeing people that be twerking and they be scooting. I was like. Who's me scooting? Yeah, I don't, I can't get fu- I can't fuck with it either. I'm like, damn, am I washed? Cause I can't do this shit on the ground and all the stuff they be doing or with they boot booty cheeks. I'm like, my butt don't even move like that. Wait, so but do, does anybody do that during sex for real? I, I, thought they I do think you're supposed to work in school. Ain't nobody twerking in school. Like yeah. the shit on the ground that Wait, make like the stallion do, right? Yeah. yeah the, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The cry mm-hmm. baby. That hurts my knees. I, 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 I'm not going to lie. I'm really good at like doing stuff like that during sex, but I can't do it for too long. Cause then, and then yeah. you'd be annoyed because they don't want you to stop and you'd be like, mm, I got to stop. Unless I'm riding a dick up on my tippy toe. That's what they removed, but you're going to get a two minutes out of me. And then I got to stop. But then don't you feel like a failure? Like me, I'm like, damn, I got to quit like this. You can't quit. You can't be a quitter. Like I they're like trying to make it. They're trying to make it. See, uh, then I start Put one knee down, keep one foot up. You yeah, get then it. I have my feet are flat. So when I try to do like this, my one time <laughs> my foot fell asleep. I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh you're that cramp in the arch of your foot. Yeah, don't get a Charlie horse in that motherfucker. It's over. I'll, I'll admit, I'll be the first to say I'm warm. <laughs> the, the head game crazy. Okay. But what if, okay, yeah, okay, cool. So, but what if he can't come <laughs> back to back? You told us that before, too. What, yeah, yeah, what if he can't come back to back? So, like, say you make him come and you think, like, all right, it's about to go down. And he's like, oh, now nah, I need, like, another hour. No, let's what? get let's get us a nap. After that, let's go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you know how people are like, I need you to do me all mm-hmm. night. No, child. 
I, I, I take my melatonin. <laughs> I, I, I love your melatonin on the flight. I'll be Baby, knocked out. I popped me a Melly. I call them my YNW Melly before my flight. Oh, no, don't call it that, child. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I love him. Because I, yeah. I feel so bad. That's another thing. It's just like, damn, like, I'm so glad to just still be alive. I'm in a 4.0 club, so you feel me? It's like so many people that are young are losing their lives and, and like they won't have get to have these conversations and experience these kind of things because like their life is really it's, right. That's it's what happens when you feel. kill your two best friends and drive around with them for a few. Whew, that's deep. Well, that's what happened, allegedly. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's move on from there. <laughs> yeah, not waiting in on that. <laughs> yeah. I do want to talk about this Bill Gates situation. I am fascinated, right, with Bill Gates and his divorce from Melinda Gates. And they're saying now that he had like a relationship with one of the employees in the office. And she wanted she wanted his wife to know and wrote a letter, allegedly, that she wanted the wife to read. Now, have you ever been? Well, Mo, we know you've been in relationships your whole damn life. Mm -hmm. But can you imagine being like the side piece, knowing this man is married and then wanting to write a letter to the wife? Whose fault is that? Because I feel like that's a man's fault if he feels like he gives you that much power to make you feel like you have the right to want to like send a letter for the wife to read. So, want to know what I would do? Mm. See, they paper so long, <laughs> and the bitch wrote the letter. Okay, sis, I'm still getting the billions. Like you ain't getting no check. So she weird for that, and don't sleep, Melinda. Probably. Had her side do, but niggas ain't writing no letters. That's yeah, like, I can't imagine too much. Like if you want to be a side, that's what you're supposed to do. Say sit aside. These people be empowering these people on social media. I don't know if she wrote the letter on loosely. If she <laughs> like that's the audacity for me. So I'm just like, I would be like, bitch, you really tried it. So that's between her and God. You knew that man was married, so you gotta give an account for that. But he's disrespectful. He, how you cheating at work? Like. Where do How he work you? at? Like, do he go to work? Like, well, like he was, he, 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 go in there? I think like, he, resi he resigned from being like on. He had you know. to because he tried to mess with too many people at the company. Like, he was asking women on dates, and he was like, "If this makes you uncomfortable, just don't respond." And bitches was ghosting him. <laughs> like, yeah. some bitches. He's a billionaire. You a billionaire, and girls is ghosting you. <laughs> Super whack. Like, bitches. Like, I don't even want the money. Fuck this nigga. Wow. Like that's like that's crazy to me. So it's like no matter how high you go up on the social <laughs> the financial ladder, these niggas just have audacity. Bill Gates have the audacity. Like you messing with somebody that's at your company. Like do you know that these chicks is their turnaround time? With soon as soon as you send a DM, they like oh this nigga slid. You feel me? Like they I mean like, Harvey Weinstein. You got oh. fucking Donald Trump. Like. It's a lot of guys in power, white men especially. I'm saying just white because there's black men the too. Majority. But like, yeah, majority. They use their power and they get over on certain things. And then people are scared to say, women are scared to speak out because they know these people are so powerful, you know. And she obviously wasn't scared because, like you said, he must have gave her the bag, some kind of thing to Dear make. Melinda. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> what I'm like, to, like as a woman. Bitch, if you don't get the fuck out of here, you and that nigga, and yeah, I'm going to walk away with her. It's just like, <laughs> run me my money at this point. Like, now she just about to cash out. But when I was reading some of the things that Melinda said, like, I have empathy for the white side because it's just like, you saw this man at his lowest. Now he getting a heavy bag. Right. You done popped out three kids for this man. And now all of a sudden he talking like, yeah, we going separate places. And you said, and y'all like 70? Like... That's crazy. But you know what? I will say this. Look at Jeff Bezos, right? And his um, ex-wife now, Mackenzie. She's married to like a school teacher in Seattle now. That's how it is. Yeah. Because she got yeah, Melinda going to have so much money. She deserves it, though. Get, I think Melinda going to get a black man like how Chris Jenner did. <laughs> <laughs> she um, got to do it already. Get her man Dingo and live her best life. And Bill <laughs> is going to be gagging down but now, you know she got a whole private island that she rented out for all of them to go and her significant other they said so supposedly they've been divorced for a few months now right uh, and just finalized already it was finalized. Well, yeah i think it was for their kids and their kids significant others to go to kind of stay away from the press and not have to deal with 
you know. Well, Melinda, of, if you watch, I need to write her note, bitch. If you need some okay. friends, I know. Really We're the nice girls trip. Melinda, you welcome right up here on lip service, girl. Let's what fill it. it. <laughs> right in her DMs, like everybody else was doing last week or two weeks ago. They were sliding in they the were DMs. Sliding. <laughs> now, one thing I also want to address is a lot of times, right, women decide to come forward and talk about the truths of things that have happened to them, but it might not happen right away. Yeah. You might wait a few months. You might even wait some years before you feel like you're in a space to be able to do that. And I see a lot of people chiming in like, why now? Why did she wait until now? Why didn't she say it right away when it first happened? And just as women to explain what it's like when we've all been in situations, I'm sure we have, right? Where things that were inappropriate, some things we might not ever talk about. Yeah. But if we decided we wanted to, we have every right to do that whenever we should want to do that. Am I right? You're absolutely right. And so I just want to clear that up because I hate when a woman speaks out about something that happened to her, an experience that she had, and then people be in the comments like, why is she talking about this now? Why is she saying this? Why didn't she say it before? And they yeah. kind of don't believe you or they shame you, you know, yeah, just I've for been, speaking out. I've been a victim of that as well. No, I wouldn't say victim. I've been a part of that because... You know, you'd be like, well, that happened to me. They're like, well, why are you saying that? You clout chase them. Be like, no, I had said it before, but nobody was paying attention. And mm -hmm. there are always signs and stuff. But there are some people who you just like, wait, why are you saying it now? You had ample. There are some situations where people had ample enough time. This is what I always see on social media. They be like, why are you telling us? Go tell the cops and then let it come out. Like, there are a lot of people who haven't even filed a protection from abuse or a restraining order, but they'll go right on social media and be like, y'all like this person. Well, this is who they really are. Be like, yeah. girl, you're telling us told you he was the devil himself. He was the spawn mm -hmm. of Satan. But mm -hmm. there was a lot of people I told people about and they didn't want to listen. They thought I was hating. They thought I was camping. But I'm just like, okay. But we know how hard it is to go to the police too. Like a lot of times we don't. I think that's the issue. No, I do think that's the issue because in a way, like in our community, I feel like we always been taught going to the police is a form of snitching. Regardless, right? So you're going to be called a snitch or you'll be looked at a certain way. Now, I know certain people that have come out and oh. been like, this person has done something to me. And people are like, oh, that bitch, da, 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 And they'll turn against the girl, like as if she's not the victim and you just automatically make her the issue. And that's when we need to change that narrative. That's the because messed that, up part. But the, some the people lie. Is deciphering between the real people that's and, the problem. And, the, and the capitalized, the, mm -hmm. the, the clout chasers. And that's the, that's the thin, sketchy line because that's there the hard are part. things I've personally seen being in this music industry. Right. And I'm just like, that's wrong. But I knew. But you're being quiet though, because yeah, you know I that ultimately it's none of your business too. It could get you wrapped up into some stuff. Some bullshit that you ain't got. So no, you kind of quiet no about friends. it. Yeah, so it's just like I realized I pay attention to my own stuff. So whatever happened to me, like when I first started talking, oh, when I came out about the opi, oh, you just trying to clout chase? Cause so I was like, no, I'm not, bitch. That shit is real. If real. I can show you the receipts of how much it was spent, I want my money back. I wouldn't have never in my life if I wasn't going through depression and anxiety and so many things. Like I wish I would have. Right, what it was then, then I wouldn't have spent so much personal money and I could have got help. But so, police also don't make us feel safe. You know what I mean? This is a community of where when I think of the police, I think about getting shot, killed, beat up, all kind of things that's negative. So I've had things happen in a certain particular incident that I could think of that maybe I should have went to the cops, but I didn't. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like right. I told who I needed to tell. Because then it feels like it's out of your hands once but that I happens like who, too. Like I, I anything like can I, happen. Right. But I feel like I told who I needed to tell that can handle the situation best for me. You well, get what I, I'm saying? Well, and the mine, police wasn't it at the because, time. No, I, I feel you because everybody don't want to snitch. And to me, snitching is... People are blowing that word out of proportion. They're giving right. it too much power. Snitching is if you like... Remember the lady that peeked out the window and know everybody's business? The right. Real social media is the biggest snitch because people do that stuff is. and just like, oh, you, call, you told them yourself. Very but true. with me, even when I went to file for my protection from abuse, I didn't just go to the police. I didn't just go. I called my lawyer first and I told him what, and he told me exactly where to go. What to do. And I said, if anything mm -hmm. happens to me in the interim, so I covered my bases. So when I went to the police, thank God I am who I am because when I got to the front counter, I was walked right in. 
Right. Like the lady was just like, and what was crazy was the lady who actually had to do like give me all the information because you it's so many it's you don't just go to the police and it just first they have to try to find the person right, right. court date like it's a mm -hmm. people give up then you have to show up to three court dates bitches don't be showing up I went to every every single I know that's right yep I I've, listen I've had to do that too so I understand it's you real. I had to get a restraining order it's not a game and then you got to sit in court and watch all these other things and see what everybody else is going through family court is no joke it's serious and mm -hmm. I've had to go through that in Philadelphia in Maryland, I had to go get a, a reinstatement because it had lapsed in a, in Philly is three years out here. Is, I go every year. Matter of fact, I got to go next week to get it updated, which I'm not playing. It about. shouldn't even have to be like that, though. Yeah, they should like, just if, do it. If, if, you may go right yeah. online. <laughs> I mean, you just have to, but now they have it where you don't, the blessing in disguise is you don't have to actually go to court now. You can do it virtually. So that's the yeah. blessing. So really, honestly, if under the sound of my voice, if anybody's going through anything, like because not only the police part, that's honestly the the least, I would say, mentally draining. When you pull yourself out of a situation, whether you were sexually assaulted, verbally abused, like I'm seeing what people are doing. I'm just like, oh, y'all, y'all just now knowing that person is 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 off they mad. Raka, right. Hello. Uh -huh. But I see what people are spiraling. Yeah. And they don't want to get help. So after you do the police report or after whatever steps you take or you come clean about a situation, you still have to go. I suggest everyone seek therapy or do yoga. I'm doing yoga and everything. I am not playing with my mental health no more. That's good. Gigi be doing that yoga yeah. all the time. I always feel like she be. Go Gigi. I do. <laughs> On an almost everyday basis. At least. Who I know what's crazy is I was sad because I'm a beginner. So I told a lady, I said, please don't be having me do. I don't know how to do. She was like, no, it's not like that. I was afraid at first. Right. I walked in and I was going to just, I tried to play it off like, oh, these outfits is cute. Um, how much? Yeah. Is <laughs> <laughs> like, bitch, come on. Squatting yeah. dog. I was like, I don't know how to do the, the when you sit like this and stuff, I want to learn. And she was like, you don't have to. And she said, we have more intense ones, but with you being a beginner, me and my sons are doing yoga together. That's, That's dope. And you go at your own pace. You do what you yes. can do when you do it. She did a little namaste just now. I saw you. Because yep. <laughs> I'm like, That's something about peace. Mm -hmm. You can't yeah. pay for it. You mm -hmm. just got to wait for it. And when that thing comes, you don't want to compromise it for anything. I'm at a place of peace. That I'm just like, damn! I waited my life for this. So sad. I'm almost a hundred for it came. But Not a hundred. You know, in there, hundred. Yeah, oh, you got plenty of time. And little mo, you gonna be, you know, whatever goes on. I know you learn a lot. That's all we can do, right? Is learn from the yeah. things that didn't go the way that we wanted them to. But yeah. again, now you know what you don't want, and I feel like that's just as important as knowing what you do want. Yeah, fact. Here we go. We love you, Mo. Yeah, how do you I love y'all too? <laughs> and I know you know you got daughters. Your daughters was watching. What did you say to them about everything? Just out of curiosity. All right. So my oldest daughter, Heaven, she's eighteen. She was just like out time. <laughs> <laughs> and with her, I was like, well, I don't want you to make mistakes I made. She was like, Ma, I don't even think like I'll make those same mistakes because she was like, you never like you used to really take everybody in. And you really thought that you could help everybody. So that was my nurturing spirit. If And I look back, I was like, everybody that I was married to came from a single mother household. So I felt like I could be that nurturer that, mm. you know, I knew what they was missing. But yeah. I realized you can't help people or heal people that don't want to be helped or healed. Yep. So I was giving so much of myself and I getting in return. Not saying that every day was a bad day in none of my um, relationship but it was just like dang when you start realizing you're giving more than you're getting in return like nah I gotta cut it and I never thought I'd be divorced three times so I told my daughter she was like well I'm probably not gonna ever get married anyway probably maybe when I'm 40 or 50 and she's like she's just different she was like I'm chasing my bag I'm going to Turks and Caicos and Costa Rica hey. like she's a total and I'm just like yes I yeah. love the way she thinks super mm -hmm. smart and she knows, like, she's not going to make those mistakes. Now, my 16-year-old, she told me one day, we watched something, and she was like, about time. She's uh, Pisces. Ah. Uh, an introvert. <laughs> and, right. She's a chill. But she's... They get upset she, also. She, yeah, it's just like, she was like, like, the way she is, she's like, oh, 
we were just waiting on you, sis. Like, uh, <laughs> they're, right. so, they're so strong. And I'm glad that even though they can feel your kids know what you're going through, I didn't do a lot of things around them. But right. I had enough sense in me to know that even with the pills and stuff like that, don't do this around them. But, you know, don't do anything to the point where you're going to embarrass your kids. Cause You know what I just started watching? Um, Soft White Underbelly. And I was looking and I looked at the girls that were 13 years old that were prostitutes. And I looked what happened to the girl, Amanda, and people. And I'm just like, damn, like some of them come from good homes. Right. So you really have to keep your children close because you can give them the best life that you think is possible. But the way that their chips may fall, the cards that they were dealt, you right. never know what's going to happen. So you can. There was one. The girl, Amanda, her dad said, I spoiled her. I gave her everything. But once she got around in college around a certain group of friends. That's when she started to decline. She right. got on drugs, smoking weed that led to crack that honestly led to her dying on Mother's Day. But she was clean. So you feel me? It's just right. like it's certain things that I've been attracted to and really been studying. Maybe because my daughter studied psychology in college. I'm just like, really, like, I'm glad for their path and I'm staying stern with them. But I'm, 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 I'm being a mom. But I'm also like, you know, your friends, your kids is not your friends. Yes. You need to know what's going on in your kids' life. And your kids do have the right to know what's going on in yours. And I'm just glad for that balance. That Especially when it affects them. The yes. Because, yeah. and I told my daughter last night, because we was watching it together. If a nigga try it, it's up. Period. <laughs> so they don't even want to tell me stuff, because they were like, Ma, we know how you get. And I'm just <laughs> like, I don't play about y'all. I was molested. I'm glad my daughters have been molested. I, I, I was running the streets. I was outside. And that's not right. how it was raised. So that rebellion, I'm so glad they didn't have to deal with that. So even they they will go through things. But I want to make sure that I'm there for them like I was there for everybody else. There you go. Well, we appreciate you so much as always, Lil Mo. And do we know when this album's coming? It will be this year. I want it to come out on my birthday because I honestly, what is it? All right, the single is going to drop. See, I wonder if I'm allowed to talk about See, you allowed. The they told me. <laughs> just believe. Just know that this face will be on the tizzle in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So and we're gonna we drop the next it. single then. Oh like wait a minute! Week. So you have another reality show coming out? Oh no 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 no! Sure. What is another on the tube? So you are you, you have a, a sitcom? You have a drama coming? No, it's Tell a performance. Us. It's a performance. Oh a performance. yeah. So, okay. Yeah, I've been. That's why I'm cleansing because I want to be a certain size in ten days. Because we fi you film it in advance and then they edit it. So it should be coming out. I think like Ooh, June 15th. I'm excited. So my next single, Shining Star, will drop then. And then every month, I'm gonna drop a single, then release the album. Cause this is my this is really my 21st year being Little Mo. Yes. And it's like art is legal. So Yeah, Little yeah. Mo is legal now. Okay. <laughs> we are here for it. I cannot wait for that. Thank Carl. you. Well, thank you, Lil Mo. It's always good. We just be having a conversation and kicking like, it. Like, I so love it. That's why I'm that. like, call me anytime. <laughs> so I'm here. Let me know so I can put a lash on a hat. Yeah. <laughs> These braids on over, child. They was pushing back a little bit. I said, ooh. <laughs> you, I know. I got to get mine. <laughs> All right. Well, Lil Mo, thank you so much. Lip service.